Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I am delighted with the fact that it is more like real spring and everything is blooming and it's nice. And it's just a wonderful, wonderful day. We are recording this on Thursday. And today's a gorgeous day, and I understand it's going to be much nicer, too, as the days, the weeks go on. So, yay spring. And I also have to do a big shout-out because today, as we're recording this on Thursday, uh, is my nephew's 30th birthday. So I want to do a big shout-out to Timothy D. Gilbert Esquire, who is... uh, Relishing the fact that he is 30 years old, and I think that's wonderful. I'm glad that he embraces it like that. And I just go back and think about what were my thoughts when I was no longer in my 20s and I hit 30. It It wasn't that much of a traumatic event for me, but it was more of a recognition that, uh, I'm just not a carefree kid anymore. You know, that once you hit 30, there's a certain expectation of society for you to be uh, a responsible citizen so that, so that you don't go out, uh, you know, and, and do crazy things um, on weekends and, you know, have, not that we ever really did anything that crazy, but, I mean, but you don't you don't go out and get drunk all weekend. You don't go out and do crazy things anymore. At once you hit thirty, there's a certain expectation. Well, you, you would hope. You would hope. Yeah, <laughs> when you turn. 30, that's what I'm that's saying. Thought process. But, but yeah. it's kind of like it's okay if you're 22 or 26 or whatever. But there's no excuse by the time you're 30. You better have your act together, at least well. to the point where you have a a responsible job position, you may be married, you may have young children, you just, you can't just do those goofy things anymore. And, and Tim is not married, and he is, uh, he's, doesn't have any kids, and never did, so 
he's got a, a brand new niece who he's absolutely in love with. Uh, uh, I think we talked about this last time that my his sister, his sister Mara, had a, a baby girl a week and a half ago, and uh, he is just in love with her as well as his older niece, who just adores him. So it's it's nice to see that. But I have to say that one of the things that disturbed me deeply this past week about things going on in the world was that we we read about the uh, Clark Summit natives, the three young men, Comerford and and his um, his twin friend, Shimmel Fennig, who were killed in a car accident on the school kill, uh, as was the Uber driver who was taking them back home from a party they had been to. And the reason I say this in, in light of my nephew is that he was an Uber driver and did talk about the number of times that he would have to go pick people up at, you know, two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning. But he said the good news was they called somebody to come and get them. And I guess that's doing the right thing. But uh, first thing I thought of was him and thinking, thank God he is no longer an Uber driver, but he is someone who takes Uber drives when he goes out. And uh, and I just, I can't imagine the horror of that, that whole situation. So it just has to be awful. What you're saying, Lynn, is when he's out and having... Uh, imbibing in, 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 how do you, I can't, I can't imbibing. say, imbibing. <laughs> yes. And I couldn't even do it. It was my lips were stuck on that one. Um, he, <laughs> he does the responsible thing and, and, and calls an Uber. And I think so right. many of these young, young uh, men and women do. do that. Not only young, but as younger, they, they do it. I, I know my own son. I know Sean does that any time they go out, and I, I yep. thank God for that. But, again, as the newspaper even said, these three wonderful young kids do the right thing, the responsible thing, and and this happens anyway. And the bottom line is um, it, it, it's, um, it's heartbreaking for the parents, you know, the fact that this young boy, I, I do not know any of the boys, but I know, um, Judy Comerford, who is um, Michael's mom, and I love her dearly, and I'm heartbroken for her and her family and these children being best, best friends, from what I understand, for their whole lives. It, 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 to this happen to them is just, it's just, it's the unimaginable. And yeah. I, I, it's, there are no words. It's just, we just send our love and condolences to the families and those who love them um, and know that, yes, this has affected this community uh, in a mighty way. And I think it just, it's, it's just how fragile uh, life is, is yep. really what it boils down to. So um, yeah. please, anyone listening, just keep them in your thoughts and prayers. Um, so, yeah. but yeah, 30 years old, Lynn, is a big, it's a big, 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 um, 
it's a uh, rite of passage. Change. I it remember really when, well, I remember when I was thirty. I um, was so you already had I two was, kids, right? No, no, not two. One, one. I didn't have one. Sean until okay. I was thirty-two, but still, married. I was married uh, five years, and I had a a two-year-old. So, mm-hmm. you know, owned a home in, in the Queen Village section of Philadelphia, and a full-time job. And it was, you know, you're, you're as, as into it as you possibly can. In my situation at at, uh, at 30, that was, you know, that's just what it was. So years ago, it was mm-hmm. different. Now kids are much more, uh, for the most part, a little more carefree with the age thing and and the, the responsibility of a marriage and or children. So yeah. um, live it up while you can. That's what I say. Regardless <laughs> of the magic age of 30, have fun, enjoy life, and just be safe, as safe as you can. Yeah. That's yeah. how it works. That is. But, uh, um, any other... Any other shout-outs on the other birthdays? Come on, you got to Yeah, have we have my uncle, my uncle uh, Thomas Leboutier. His, his birthday is today, my mother's um, only brother. And um, um, a good friend of mine, Mr. Dave Price, West Sider. He's a, a, a born and raised in West Scranton, Dave Price of PDQ. His birthday mm-hmm. is today, so big happy birthday to Mr. Dave Price. you have any bir- other birthdays? And oh, we no. had we had this past Monday. We had Mr. Meyer Moskovitz uh, his oh. birthday. Yeah, yes. we, how about that? We did a good Which shout out to him, I think, last week. Oh, did did we? I don't remember yeah, if we, we did, but but we did, but we did go out for a little little birthday treat. Um, two of them actually. We were out with the group of us um, on Monday, and the Petersons, John and Deb Peterson took Meyer and I out for dinner last night at, we went to Lums in Dallas oh, and it was delicious okay. and we had a great time. And so the four of us went out and had a really nice time. So in um, that place and a big shout out, out to Molly Lukasevich, who I just love, who's uh, worked for maternal and family health, but Molly also does some part-time waitressing at Lums and has been there for years. And she's always a delight to have her. Um, mm-hmm. When you go there, you know you're well taken care of. But that's just such a great little place, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And we still have yeah. to go back because we were supposed to go one night a couple months ago, probably for your birthday, I think it was. And, and it was really bad weather. And we yeah. decided we were going to redo it, but we never never got around to it. I just love, 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 love those lobster tails. I yeah, just love the way that you can order them. You know, by the well, whether it's cold or warm water, well, warm water and by the ounce. Yeah. Well, then they go from yesterday on the menu, it was from eight ounces all the way up to 21 ounces of lobster. Oh. And that's a tail. Yes. Oh. I mean, it's just, and it's always cooked beautifully, you know, done perfectly. Yes. I just love it. I just, it's just a nice place to go. And it's very relaxing and casual, and no, there's no formality. But the, the but the quality of the lobster tail, and the way they and the way they cook them, and the, the knowledge of how to prepare them, it's 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 a great place. It's called Lums Fern Fernbrook Inn in Dallas. Yeah, easy. The Dallas right off of the Cross Valley, really easy. So yeah, that it, was. It is. Uh, it's. It is truly mm-hmm. a find. It's one of those yep. little gems, you know, that you yep. don't know about. They don't do all kinds of crazy advertising. 
uh, it's just a place you got to know about. And uh, yeah. and I love those places. They, they're just they're such fun. Sound like you you found uh, a major uh, discovery. You know, as if you went overboard on a ship and you went down and found a sunken treasure. It's it's like that kind yeah, of thing. It's really cool. It is. It's a great place. Oh, and then. So. Um, what else this week? What what anything else did you do? Uh, not that I can think of. Nothing of any any note. You know, it was well, uh, tax day on Tuesday, so uh, lots of craziness went on there. But uh, mm-hmm. somehow got through that. And to all the CPAs out there, I hope you can clear your brains uh, in a fairly short time, just so you can get your head back straight. And that probably would be helpful because, yeah. you know, I, I know the number of guys and women who go through this and every time they get through it to the other end, they just, you know, it's like it takes another chunk out of their brains because it's so stressful. Right. So stressful. But anyway, yeah. um, it is what it is and they've weathered decades of it, you know, and so I guess they learn how to adapt to it. but. Kudos to all the CPAs out there who who do go through this every year. Yes, and I always say accountants live in a world of black or white, and I <laughs> live in a gray world. So um, I, I am, yeah. it's never one side or the other for me. It's, I'm always somewhere in the middle, so that's um, for most things. Well, we know how much you love the IRS, too. Oh, I love those. You know, I was going to say a word that started with a B, but I won't. So. Oh, don't, um, don't, yeah. don't. No, I won't. Don't, but okay. everyone knows what don't I'm saying. Don't bleep us. So. No, right. That's right. <laughs> uh, but I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm going tonight. Is as we Lynn said earlier, we tape on Thursday, so we'll report next week on how Mitch album, the um, evening with Mitch album. Uh, uh, presented by Hospice of the Sacred Heart is this evening at the Theater at North. So I'm um, getting ready to go in there after we tape, and uh, we'll see how that goes. And then tomorrow, uh, or over the weekend, and this is still available, Fiddler on the Roof is the last play of the season for 2022-23 season for Broadway Theater. And Fiddler on the Roof, as you listen to this, will be Today in the afternoon, Saturday matinee at 2 and um, 8 o'clock on Saturday night. And then there are two more performances. Usually there's only one, a matinee on Sunday at 1. And, but there's also an evening performance at the Cultural Center. I, 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 because it's, it's not a usual, I don't know if it's 6 or 6.30, but it's a little bit earlier than the other two evening performances. But their tickets are still available, although they've sold very, very, very well. It'll be a, a packed weekend for um, Broadway Theater League and uh, presenting Fiddler on the Roof at the Scranton Cultural Center. So you can call 344 or I should say 570-344-1111, 570-344-1111, or show up and buy a ticket. And, uh, you know, it's not always good just to walk in, but you never know because you'll never get the, the exact seat you want. But give it a shot, and there's still tickets, a few left for the weekend. So and on that note, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show, and we will be right back. Hi, this is Nancy Kamen from WILK's Morning News, and I know Laurie Cadden. A lot of people know Laurie Cadden. And more importantly, 
Laurie Cadden knows a lot of people. Laurie Cadden Enterprises specializes in fundraising, public relations, and special events. Laurie Cadden can take your business or organization to the next level. This isn't something that you learn about in a book. Heck, it can't even be taught. Laurie Cadden lives it. She knows how to work a crowd, open doors, and build and nurture relationships. With Laurie Cadden Enterprises, you get, ta-da, Laurie Cadden and her 20-plus years of experience. Call Laurie today at 357-8399, 357-8399, or email Laurie, Laurie, L-A-U-R-I-E, at lauriecadden.com, L-A-U-R-I-E-C-A-D-D-E-N.com. Laurie Cadden Enterprises, because it is who you know. I'm Dr. Nicole DeNova. Since VREC opened its doors in 2010, we've treated over 30,000 patients, including the puppy whose curiosity led him to a porcupine and the police canine who was just doing his job. VREC is located at 318 Northern Boulevard in Clark Summit and is open 24-7 for your pet peace of mind. To learn more about us, visit VRECPA.com or call 570-587-7777. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Hi, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans, and I am the certified financial planner and managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And we have a topic that would be not necessarily near and dear to our hearts, but at least to the people that we know. So this is something from my favorite spot, the Ethel, which is from AARP, and it's called Everything You Need to Know About Gray Dating. Pursuing romance over 60 is not for the faint of heart. This is an article written by a woman named Nan Bauer Maglin. And she said, a little over a year after my husband of 36 years died of pancreatic cancer, I ventured into online dating. I was approaching 76. Like many seniors, I knew little about modern dating practices. However, senior singles in America make one of the fastest growing demographics in online dating. So I figured I'd try. I became quickly discouraged when the first person I was interested in ghosted me after two meetings. At that point, I didn't know what the term meant, but. I was and, say, how did she know that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. she, learned, she learned quick. And Very I became quickly. even more discouraged by the kind of men I was encountering, but I persisted. While I navigated the online marketplace, I was anxious to hear from other older people about their dating adventures. Thus, my book, Gray Love, Stories About Dating and New Relationships After 60, was born. My co-editor, Daniel E. Hood, was the ninth man I dated using Match.com. After our third date, I asked him to help me with a book on widowhood I was working on. I don't think we were an an item yet, but I sensed he would make a good editor. And that has proven to be the case. One of the things I liked about him was that we had much in common. We both lost our partners after a long-term marriage 
and we both have adult children. Before I dated him, I tried to be open to men whose profiles were significantly different than mine. But dating someone too dissimilar didn't work. That is not to say that Dan and I are carbon copies, but I think I'm better able to ignore differences that irk me than I was as a young married person. In our research process, we read and edited 42 stories written by men and women ages 60 to 94. They told tales of dating failures and dating successes. There's a lot of frustration for those who use online dating apps in their search for human connection. A survey by Singles Reports, which I guess is a magazine or something, of 18 to 54-year-olds found that nearly 80% experienced emotional burnout or fatigue with online dating. That's a really high percentage. Dating after 60 is more difficult for women in part because there are far fewer available older men. This alone may well explain why roughly half of women over 65 are without partners, while only 21% of men in that category live alone. A study reports that lesbian, gay, and bisexual adults are having more success in becoming partnered using online dating sites than heterosexual adults. Also, as women are increasingly dating younger men, that might eventually change the percentage of women without partners. And then she said, when I started looking for a partner, I was concerned that I might meet a man who had some chronic ailment or life-threatening illness. I did not want to become a caretaker. Many of us have already done that at least once. Many older people will tell you that it's one of their biggest fears about entering into elder relationship. And even if it's not serious illness, we are all dating, dealing with the realities that time and age have wrought on our bodies, from revealing disfiguring scars to concerns about a decrease in libido. Some of my friends even encouraged me to color my gray hair, which I did not. In addition to physical changes, older daters have had more time to develop complicated histories that include previous long-term partners and breakups. They must navigate reactions from family and friends and consider alternative models of commitment, deciding whether to share space or live apart. She said she sees Dan twice a week, occasionally more. Neither of us wants to live together Our habits and lifestyles differ in important ways. We both have children, but have no desire to connect the families. We work together, enjoy each other, and support each other emotionally. For 81-year-olds, we are mostly healthy, though, of course, have increasing aches and pains. We are comfortable with our aging bodies and our aging selves. Here are some of the lessons I've learned about finding and sustaining love at this stage of life. Okay, now this, when I read this, lesson one makes sense. Lesson two, I have no idea what she's talking about, so maybe you can explain. But lesson one, you need a kind of relaxed acceptance and flexibility. That means abandoning a long list of what a partner is required to have in looks, personality, financial situation, and interests. 
Okay, I get that. Lesson number two, you need to be open to alternative models of connection. Understand that there is a continuum of relationship types rather than a binary, single, or married state. Do you have any idea what that means? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I mean, I think that what she's saying is, to to get in this world, you have to, you have to be, you have to understand people who are non-binary, people who are like. I think what they mean is, you have to be a little more understanding of what, whatever somebody, um, uh, what's identifies, the word, identifies as. as. Yes, and yeah. and I think she just means that with everything changing, you have to be willing to be open or you should be because you never know um, what you might be uh, presented with when you're on a, an app and be, start to become engaged in a relationship with somebody. Well, you have to do it. I don't, I don't think yeah. it means you have to accept it, but you have to be willing to understand that that's what's out there. You know, everybody has a right to identify however they choose. So that's what I mean. That's what I think she means. Well, uh, okay. All right. All right. And then I could be wrong. Three, but... oh, I still, who's going to know? Unless we call her and ask her, oh, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So lesson number three, you must accept that you are not likely to change anyone. No. Uh, <laughs> Especially really? at that age. At that age. Uh-huh. Forget it. That means letting go of what you believed in your youth. Quote, Oh, their annoying habits will change once we're a couple, end quote. Wrong. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. They just Big get time. worse. They, just and they get do. Worse. They do. Uh-huh. Lesson number four. By this late age, you should understand that one person cannot give you everything you want. That means sustaining your friendship network and not focusing on one romantic relationship for all of your emotional needs. Probably a good thing. And lesson number five, finally, if you are over 60 and you do discover romance again, do not hesitate to pursue the relationship. That's in italics. Work together to fulfill each other's needs and desires as much as possible. This requires open, honest communication. You must talk to each other a lot. So then the ultimate lesson he said he learned from his book and, and being in an elder relationship is the value and scarcity of time. At a 40th school reunion, Dustin Beale Smith, 74, connected with a classmate. They joined households even though one of them had a terminal diagnosis. Smith advises us not to hesitate, but to jump right in. And that reminded me of um, a movie that Pat and I saw a couple weeks ago. Um, I think it was on, I don't know, one of those free channels. But it was, I don't remember the name of it, but it had Walter Matthau and Carol Burnett in it. And they had both recently been widowed and found each other at some kind of a dance, uh, you know, a, a senior citizen center kind of thing in a luau night or some nonsense. And anyway, she was just enthralled with him and pursued him. 
And in a very short period of time, they decided that they wanted to get married and move in together. And their children were horrified because they said, you're moving too fast, you're doing this, you're doing that. Well, of course, there was a moment where they confronted them all and said, listen, at our age, we have the right to make this decision, regardless of what you think. We love each other. We want to pursue this. We want to spend our time together. And they did. And the whole thing was begun and wrapped up within six months. So I get what he's saying is that once you find that person and it all clicks, it's the value and scarcity of time. So I guess right. it's, it's a very interesting thing how it, it shifts your thinking when you are that age. But as she said, as he wrote for our book, we did not shrink in the face of all the obvious and often comic absurdities of late love. The ghosts of former loves, the incremental loss of hearing and even memory, the incessant entropy of human flesh and bone, any one of the realities that might have served as a persuasive excuse not to act. And she said the rewards of gray dating with caring companions are well worth the risk. I often sit back and feel amazed that at my age, I've found someone who can be there for me and vice versa in these last years. That's an, I like that. I think that was really neat to see how someone who after 36 years of being in a relationship has the courage to step out into that new dating world where things are nothing like they were 36 years ago when these people started dating. It's an amazing, amazing transformation and how adaptive you have to be as, a, as an individual, as a human being, to say all those things that I held to be true about dating and, and what the rules were, the spoken and unspoken rules. And all of a sudden, you're thrust into a situation that's so dramatically different and you either retreat into it and say, this is not for me, or you jump in and say, whole new world. Let's see what we can make out of it. Yeah, I think it's great it's because cool. what I also think that most people who have had a good relationship are probably more eager to look for this than those who aren't for fear that it might not work or they just had a good experience so they want to continue it and I think it's great and I think it's it's wonderful that the apps are there and this this social ability is there for people to connect whereas years ago it wasn't there so it's all yeah. good it's good it's good yep it is good so um, on that note we will take a quick break and we'll come back with our guest expert from Fidelity Bank Christy Cleveland, who is the retail branch manager of the Peckville branch. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show, and we'll be right back. Hi, my name is Lynn S. Evans, CFP, co-host of The Laurie and Lynn Show. I am the managing director of a new business, Women of Substance, LLC, a financial planning firm dedicated to the specific financial needs of baby boomer women. I help them navigate through widowhood, retirement, divorce, and job loss. Send me an email at lynn at lynnsevans.com and let me know how I can help you. I'm also the host of a podcast, Power of the Purse, available on more than 30 sites, including iTunes, Stitcher, 
Stitcher and Google Play. We record these lively conversations with women who've been there and have great advice to give others so they don't go down the same dark holes. And we feature some experts who share some great ideas to be prepared before you have to face these transitions. And we have a whole lot of fun. Please don't let the fear of not knowing about personal finances stop you anymore. I am here to take the confusion and mystery out of money. Go to my website, lynnsevans.com, and see how we can set up a time to talk or browse around the many blogs and other free info on the site. Remember, money's not the enemy. Your ignorance of it is. Business Banking at Fidelity. We have a great relationship with Fidelity. They're like family with us. They're right next door to my business. If there's ever a problem, just one phone call, I don't even have to go to them. They come to me. It's great. I love being in the business. This was meant for me. We're very busy. I'm running every day, and I love to stay busy. So that's why I need a bank that's going to be there for me when I need them. Back in 2006, we were having a problem with our lease in our other building. We were looking for a place to go. We stumbled upon this this location. It's right in the heart of downtown, right in the, the middle of the city, and it happened to be right next to Fidelity Bank. They went out of their way for us to get this building. It was wonderful, and it's been a great relationship ever since. I have a business line of credit with Fidelity that gives me buying power. My credit card machine runs through Fidelity, my checking account, uh, my payroll taxes. They take care of it all for me. I bank with Fidelity. Don't you? Member FDIC. Here's Lori and Lynn. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I'm Lynn Evans, and I am the uh, Managing Director and Certified Financial Planner with a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And our guest expert today from Fidelity Bank is Christy Cleveland, who is the retail branch manager at the Peckville branch. And she's going to talk to us today about home equity loans and lines of credit and all that good stuff. So welcome, Christy. Hi, ladies. How are you? Hi, Christy. Good. It's nice to have you back. Thank you. I'm glad to be back on this, what turned out to be a great spring day. Yes. There you go. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Christy, speaking so, of spring, 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 on top of that, lots of good things. We've, we, we just want to um, put a disclaimer that we, we talked about this before with Fidelity, and because it's, in, you know, so important in the right time of year and with the rates and the lock-in ability, we thought we would reemphasize all of the home equity um, uh ways that you can use your home, I should say, to borrow against it for a home equity loan and um, see what happens and see what you can do and why it's a good reason to do so. So um, what's going on there, Christy? All right. So right now, Fidelity Bank is, um, we're smack in the middle of our spring home equity loan campaign. And, you know, what, what do homeowners primarily use these proceeds for. Um, I have some statistics to share. Um, 40% use them for home repair. 23% like to have a line of credit set up for emergency expenses. 22% consolidate or pay off other debts that have higher interest rates. And then 15% of it is used for miscellaneous purchases, uh, vacations, um, maybe pay, you know, 
have children in college that may need some books. They don't need the full, like, loan to pay for any credits. So there's a couple of different reasons um, why somebody would look at a home equity loan. And what I did want to mention, too, is especially now that rates have gone up since probably the last time I spoke to you about this, um, it's still most of the time in the homeowner's best interest if, there, if the equity presents itself in the, home, in the value of the home to do a home equity loan, whether it's a home equity installment loan, which is a fixed rate, or whether it's a home equity line of credit, which is a variable rate. And the reason because of that, it, the reason that is, is because you're not paying closing costs like you would on a mortgage. So if you're doing a conventional mortgage, the clo closing costs, you know, could go up to maybe five or $6,000. Whereas with the home equity loan, as long as you're borrowing $25,000 or more or new, more of new money, which is generally what a lot of people look for, there are no closing costs. So that is a tremendous advantage for taking out a home equity loan. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention too is with our home equity lines of credits, which as I said before are variable rates, we do have a feature that is um, called the lock-in feature with home equity lines of credits. What you could do is, like, let's say you have a $100,000 line of credit open and you've exhausted $20,000, you can actually lock in that $20,000 during your 10-year draw period, which is what our home equity lines of credits are at. And you would still have the $80,000 available for you to draw on. So that's a nice feature because if somebody knows that you know what, I used the 20000 already, I'm not going to need it, let's get it locked into a fixed rate for the remaining, the remaining time of the loan. So that's actually, um, you know, a, a nice feature to have with the lines of credits, which we didn't always have that. So, um, so go ahead. So Christy, say that again. So usually with a home equity line after the 10 years it has to be termed out am I correct on that it does yes that's okay. right with the home equity okay. line of credit um, after right. you have a 10-year draw period to to take those funds out and do with you you know whatever you need to do right however what, and then it turns yeah. into a fixed loan however uh -huh. with this lock-in feature if as long as you're still in that 10-year draw period you can you can um, lock in blocks of $10,000, like that's the minimum. Of course, you can lock in more, up to three times during that 10-year draw period. Wow, that's, so, kind of, that's, that's a really a great feature. It is, it is, because then at least you know, you know, it, it will look like you have two separate loans, but at least you know, that $10,000 or more that you're locking in, you know what that rate's going to be because that's going to be right. based on a fixed rate. Um, yeah, yeah so some, that is a very attractive and, feature. Yeah, and somebody may, depending on what the situation is, they may be getting, know they're getting like a lump sum of something in a shorter period and figure let's do it this way at a fixed rate and then I can always pay it off like someone may think, hey, in two years I'm getting this chunk of money. They could do it, you know, do it and know what it is and then pay it off, especially if rates continue to go up. 
So that's, right, that's a exactly. good idea. I mean, yeah, yep, as great. long as, you know, for both, um, we do, you know, as long as you're alone, whether it's a home equity line of credit or a home equity installment loan, as long as your line, your, your loan has been open for three years or more, you can actually pay it off in full if you wanted to with no prepayment penalties. So it's three after three years. After three years, yeah. I mean, I would, you know, most people would probably do that on a, you know, like if they had a lump sum, like you said, maybe on the fixed loan or, you know, with the line of credit, a lot of times what people like to do is just to have that line of credit opened, Uh like I said, miscellaneous. So even if, let's say they knew they were putting in a pool and they used 30000 but they still have 50000 left, let's lock in that 30000 and let's just leave the 50000 available in case for emergency funds. And you're not going to yep. pay on that unless you use it, unless you draw on right. it. Right. Yeah, and with so least, Christy, are, oh, I'm sorry, are the, are the fees, if it's a home equity line that you're not going to use, as long as it's over 25, it doesn't matter whether it's, matter whether it's used or not, as long as it's a $25,000 or more, the cost is, is, there's no fee. Is that correct? The, well, there's no closing costs. Our lines closing, of credit, closing costs. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Our okay. lines of credit and, do have an, an an annual maintenance fee, and they're thirty dollars a year. Okay. Wow. And you were I cut you off on that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Thirty bucks. It is. Yeah. But Christy, I I cut you off there. You were going to say something else about the um when we talked about the line, if you if you wanted to term out or you, you didn't keep, you wanted to pay off the loan in installments, but you still had that extra line available. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say, at least you know a portion of your loan, you know what to expect to pay every month because it's now in a fixed loan. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, that's, that's, that's a nice feature. Um, also, so, too, I did want to mention with the lock-ins, you know, um, like I had mentioned, the minimum lock-in amount is $10,000. You can lock it in three times during that 10-year draw period, and there is a $50 fee for that rate lock conversion. Okay. If somebody wanted and to how, lock in a portion of their loan. And how long will you be running this, so to speak, sale of home equity loans? Yeah, sure. Our spring loan campaign is going on until May 26th. So you have until May 26th to contact um, any Fidelity banker. And everything is done online. Um, We would send you an app, and the app can Uh be filled out at your convenience whenever you would like to. And you can even upload all the necessary financial documents right on the app. Christy, the... um, as far as, as the, uh, the the rate now, and I lost my train of thought on that because I was somewhere else when you said that. That's but, okay. But as far as as far as um, anyone coming in deciding to do this, um, if if is it still just for a home equity? Is it is the appraisal? Is that is that still a drive by done for that or? Yeah, it's not a full-blown appraisal, right? Okay. No, okay. it's not a full-blown appraisal. Um, usually the drive-bys, or we call them AVMs, sometimes they do it okay. like on the computer. Those seem to be yep. sufficient and seem to work fine. Yep. Okay. And just and to let you know, 
Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just to no, let you know, ahead. with the home equity line of credit right now, our introductory offer um, with um, the best credit and for loan amounts greater than $75,000 or more, for the first six months, the introductory offer rate is 3.99%. So that's awesome wow. because Prime is yeah. at 8% right now. Yeah. Wow. Yes. And then, Christy, explain to everyone how a home equity works in, in the sense of value of your home with the, with the first mortgage if you have one. How, tell everyone how, how you come up to the number that you can borrow. Yeah. So basically what we do is, you know, we look at the value of your home and we have to minus out any mortgage that you owe, any outstanding liens on the house, and we'll take 80% um, loan to value, and then whatever the difference is left over, once you, know, you have to minus out your current home equity and 80% of that, that's what you have available, in, I mean, your current mortgage or if you have a home right. equity, and that's what you have available in your home to borrow on. Right. And and wow. when you do that calculation and you say, let's just say for the numbers sake, let's say you have a house that's worth 350000 you have a $50,000 first mortgage, you have $300,000 left to work with, 80% of that is $240,000. So right. when you fill out the application, are you filling out the application for the full amount of whatever it is you can get? Or do you put a number in that you're looking for, you which would, could the, be less? The client, right, exactly. The client would put a number in that they're looking for. Like usually they know what they want to borrow, 75000 100000 And then what you're doing is you're putting an estimate of what you think your home would be worth. So, okay. And then they're also listing all their, their debts. Like it asks the question, do you have a current mortgage on your home? Do you have a second mortgage on your home? And then what it'll do is once the appraisal is in there, the system itself, like the, the good appraisal amount once the property has been appraised, the system will automatically calculate what the loan to value is on that home. Mm-hmm. Right. And how much that's they great. can borrow. Now, that's not to say that we wouldn't lend, you know, more than 80% loan to value, you know, there's some other um, maybe costs or like the rates might go up a little bit if you, you know, if you do have more than 80% loan to value. But the system calculates all that. It calculates the debt to income ratio and, you know, then we disclose that information to you and let the client know what's, what's available to them and if they would like to move forward. Okay. That's great. Well, Christy, mm -hmm. if, if anyone would like to do this and interested in possibly getting a home equity loan, could you please tell them how they can get in touch with you? Absolutely. Um, they can, you know, stop by the Peckville branch if they'd like to. Um, you can go right to our website and look up, you know, the Peckville branch location to call, or you can go right to our contact center and, you know, you can be connected to the Packville branch, or you okay. can go right online. Even if you applied through the contact center online, you could tell them that you would like to close the loan in Packville and work with the Packville branch, especially if you're an existing Packville customer, and we'd be, you know, the loan will come right to us. Right. And okay. any banker well, thank in Peckville, you're welcome. No, I was no, just go ahead. Say, any 
<laughs> Any banker in the Peckville branch can help with this. There you go. All right. Well, Christy, thank you so much once again. Great information. Um, everybody else, have a great weekend. Christy, you have a great weekend too. Enjoy the nice weather. Well. And we will see you next week. Thanks for listening, everybody. Be nice. Please be safe. Thank you. Please be nice. Bye. 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 Thank you, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.